what's now the third indictment for former President Trump and Compton. This one is on the 2020 election in January 6th from special counsel Jack Smith. Well, Trump responded by saying, I need one more indictment to ensure my election. Reverend C.L. Bryant is here on the top story and says, if Democrats want to guarantee Trump re-election, arrest him. And then is the 2024 election check or checkmate? Can the GOP fight back effectively? Is there another candidate who could take on the elites? Professor Pedro Blas Gonzalez will explain leftism's power grab and why Donald Trump is in their way. And then 20 potentially infectious agents or pathogens are discovered in a bio lab in the town of Reedley, California. Governor Newsom's California Biolab is a full-blown CCP operation, says Dr. Stephen LaTulip and Dr. Lee Menyang. They will explain the dangers within. It's all next on Viewpoint this Sunday. the bias, the lies and deceit, and bring forth real talk from real people about real news, providing the out loud truth and capturing the essence of a new generation all in a fast-paced hour. This is Viewpoint This Sunday. Welcome to the Weekend News Magazine, Viewpoint This Sunday. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. And I quote, I need one more indictment to ensure my election. That's where we'll start, my fellow Americans. Welcome on to the broadcast here. So this is the third indictment. Uh, There is a strong possibility of another one out of Georgia. Uh, And uh, so President Trump, uh, former president, uh, thanked Americans for their support. True Social, and said with the latest indictment, has awoken the world to the corruption, scandal, and failure that has taken place in the United States for the past three years. Let's get started here, and I want to welcome on a a great voice that uh, it's been a long while here. Uh, Reverend C.L. Bryant joins me here, and uh, to me, he is America's civil rights leader. He always gets it right in in that regard. He's a licensed and ordained Baptist minister, pastor for 35 years, uh, One Nation Back to God, he founded, and he created the documentary, very successful, uh, groundbreaking uh, documentary, in fact, Runaway Slave. Uh, I was there in the movie theater many years ago uh, when you were uh, just putting that out there, CL. Welcome to Viewpoint this Sunday, brother. Thank you so much, Malcolm, for having me on. And I certainly hope that we will be able to discuss some things that will build a bridge to conversation. Amen to that. Yeah. He's also seals a, a fellow, by the way, has been with freedom works in Washington, DC. I want to mention that as well. All right. So he says, I need one more indictment to ensure my election. Of course, that's true. That's vintage Trump very clearly. With, with that said, this one more indictment, you put a tweet out on March 20th CL that said Americans to whom it may concern if Democrats want to guarantee Trump reelection, arrest him. Now, and then that was in March. 
On April 4th, Alvin Bragg, uh, the DA Manhattan, granted that wish and he indicted Trump and he was charged in a New York State Supreme Court indictment with 34 counts of that first one of falsifying business records in the first degree. Of course, a lot's happened since March. So you made that statement, arrest him. So talk about that. Is Was that the right uh, message? Uh, I, I absolutely believe that uh, the best players on the GOP team at this time is the Democrat Party itself uh, <laughs> with their maniacal thirst uh, to let blood uh, as far as Donald Trump politically is concerned. And I uh, think that this is uh, a moment where a man has been tailored by circumstance, life, what have you, riches and fortune, uh, that calls for a businessman still like Trump, although we'll see what happens. Who knows what may happen? And so I uh, uh, think that, yes, they are certainly assisting in his re-election process. Okay. All right. So they could almost be on the Trump re-election campaign, you're saying. They might as well be. They might so, as well. They're the best players on the team. In yeah. fact, they're, he, they, he can build a franchise from what they're doing. Right. Well, to your <laughs> point, CL, uh, his poll numbers appear to be going up and rising every time. I think it's getting under the skin of a lot of Americans, even those that are on the fence. That really is going to be the crux of this whole election and race. Now, he, here's here's where the question is or the rubber meets the road. All right. There's a lot of pundits and others saying that the Democrats want Trump against Biden to be the, the guy because they think he, they can defeat him handily in the general election. In other words, he may win the primary. Now, there are a lot of Republicans who are saying that out loud as well, that if he is the candidate for the GOP, that they say there's a great risk of losing this whole thing to Biden again. Do you see that? Democrats do not want Donald Trump to run against any of their candidates, any of them. That is why this effort to keep him out of the race is so uh, is being fought so hard. I don't know uh, what we might experience as far as the legal process is concerned, where uh, the former president is involved with with all of these indictments. But it, it's obvious that Americans have experienced an awakening and they are awakening to the fact that they have been hoodwinked, swindled and bamboozled uh, by the Democrat Party and by the left uh, for so long. And, and even though I, I, I agree with uh, some things that have come throughout our, our uh, history here in, in these modern times that Democrats have uh, championed, Yet, what has it led us to? And this is this is the question that Americans are waking up to. Donald Trump was one who, in fact, touted that as he be, after he came down the elevator in Trump Tower. Uh, and people are reflecting now, Malcolm, on what he said, what he did, and now what they have experienced since they left that path. And they are waking up to the fact that Perhaps they voted for an illusion and a, who is governed and, and manipulated by puppet masters in the form of Joe Biden and his little boy, Hunter. Listen, here, here's the bigger problem I'm thinking, CL, is that uh, why Americans are awakening, as you suggest, is this. 
you know, there's a lot of cries right now for two-tier justice system. And, of course, the Democrats are saying, no, that's not really the case. But when you look historically now over these past many years of how many players, how many people from the progressive left have gotten away with all of it, including murder when it comes to the Clintons, but they've gotten away with scandal after scandal after scandal, all of the players all the way down to Comey, Brennan, Clapper, uh, Biden, uh, Hillary Clinton, of course, is the queen of that. And nobody has gotten anything close to this sort of treatment. It, it's just nothing. They don't even get a slap on the hand. They get a pass. Americans have to be seeing this at this point. And no matter what one thinks about Donald Trump, whether you like him, love him, leave him, whatever, it is very clear right now that they are out to fry his ass and fry Americans' ass uh, based on uh, there's no equal equality here when it comes to any form of justice. Lady Justice is not blind, CL. She sees clearly what the hell is going on here. Uh, truly, you know, Malcolm, if you dig one ditch, you might as well dig two because someone is digging one for you as well. And, and, and this is... Uh, a practice now that is is being exercised politically, and that is uh, a form of, of of political ditch digging and and hoping that your fellow American, who happens to be on a different party line, uh, is 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 promoting. You when 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 one of us fall, Malcolm, it weakens uh, the stand of all of us. Amen. Yeah. And and that is what's yeah. going on. And I, I yeah. don't think that that is what Americans are realizing uh, is happening mm -hmm. to them exactly. right in front of their very eyes. This whole thing back in the 60s, uh, Bobby Kennedy launched uh, the war on poverty. You were talking about Appalachians, uh, black people, poor white people in pockets of uh, America uh, here in 2023. We're talking about transgendered uh, males and females. And uh, look what's happened in 60 years following a handout type of yeah. uh, approach to healing society's ills. And, and, and so we're reaping what we have sown and our children are reaping what we have allowed to be sown into our public school systems. And, and it happened before our very eyes. We cry uh, as though uh, we didn't see this. You, you saw it. I saw it. Yeah. We spoke about it. But America, for some reason, was under the opiate of uh, whatever uh, the Democrats had sprinkled upon them. There was a big development, uh, Ciel, I want to get your thoughts on, on uh, late Friday, this well, ver very late Friday, actually. And uh, so the feds, uh, Jack Smith's uh, legal team, alerted the judge in the case uh, about uh, some social media posts that uh, Trump had put up on True Social. Uh, he said, if you go after me, I'm coming after you. That was the crux of the post. Uh, and um, he, which is those responsible for these uh, challenges that he, he's uh, dealing with. He said, if you go after me, I'm coming after you, all in caps on True Social. And uh, so they are trying now to get an order to sort of handcuff him uh, to limit what he can put out there even more so. And, and I'm, this is concerning. This, this gets into free speech, of course, a lot. But this was... Um, 
this is something I have a sense. I think the judges are going to try to handcuff him as my guess uh, in some of these cases, because, you know, Trump, he's going to be outspoken. They don't want a public trial is what I'm guessing. And I think this pushback, we can expect more of this ahead. He's dealing with a very tight rope here of how much he can say and how much he can't say. What do you say to that? You know, uh, you, we're actually looking at the power, Malcolm, of one man's voice. Yeah. Uh, they fear one man's voice. And, you know, the very, the very idea uh, and the nature of America is that government would be afraid of one man's voice. And, and, and Americans, I believe, in, in looking at what is happening to former President Trump, President Trump, as far as, as I'm concerned, uh, when they look at what's happening to him, surely they must surmise that this same thing can happen to you. And, and this is uh, the fear factor that is being triggered by the Democrats. They're doing it to themselves, and rightly so. You dig one ditch, you might as well dig two. Everything that they have tried to stick upon the former president, it's now coming back to roost where they are, yeah. right where they are. And, 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 and so, Malcolm, the American people, they're, they're not stupid. They are misled by various news sources. They're very much misled. But once they are exposed to truth or, or even the sunlight, uh, they begin to wake up, even though sometimes Americans tend to recoil from the light of day because we have been walking in darkness for a long time. And uh, the light, it, it hurts our eyes. I think everybody knows the uh, the rules of the game on the election in, in 2020 were, were, were shifted, were changed. It was a lot of uh, funny business going on. No, Whatever level it was at is the question, as you say, with the votes. But they changed all the rules overnight within the state legislatures. They played a very hard game. The left is very brilliant at this CL. They do it really, really well. The right does, never fights back with fire. They sort of acquiesce and bend over one uh, for the left. That's part of the problem we have is we have a political party full of wimps, the GOP I'm speaking about. Yes, credit where credit is due. Uh, if I <laughs> do say one thing about uh, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi is a consummate stellar, tough yeah. politician. She's yeah. very savvy. There's no question about that. And uh, yes, yeah. you, 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 said it, you said it right when you talk about the wimpishness mm -hmm. uh, that is displayed so, from so many fronts. And, and when Trump displays manhood, and, and I could, we could actually be attacked for saying his manhood uh, mm -hmm. in today's America. But when Trump stands up and becomes the manhood of the nation, as we expect the president of the United States to be. Or if it became a woman president, she would then express the boldness mm -hmm. even of that womanhood from an American perspective. And, and, and so uh, we're afraid of manliness. We, we would prefer uh, wimpishness. Yeah. And that is breeding a generation of young people well, who I don't believe will survive it. That is why Trump is such a threat to the system, CL, right there, uh, because he he is uh, fearless. 
Uh, he's not afraid to rock the canoe. He's not afraid to go there and put it out. Now, there were a lot of mistakes made in that first uh, administration, surrounding himself with some of the wrong people, uh, people that did a lot of things that were incorrect, putting people in positions of power like Christopher Ray, uh, that was talked about, you know, pushed onto him. But again, he made the decision. Uh, he made a lot of mistakes, frankly, uh, that would need to be avoided if there was a second term. But right now, let me get to the crux of two points here. One is... They're trying to get one of these indictments to happen before then so they can get a grand jury to indict him and get him behind bars. Looking at the calendar right now, many experts are saying that that's a bridge too far. It would probably happen after. But we're seeing some maneuvers right now with Jack Smith, who's trying to and they've got some aggressive judges in there that are very progressive. Obama appointed is this one in D.C., uh, what's the risk in that, do you think, bottom line? Uh, does he get to the election first and into the uh, White House if, the, if he does get elected, or do they do they get him before then? We can examine that scenario, uh, Malcolm. Of course, there is no real answer uh, to it because Jack Smith is being manipulated, operated by uh, people who are desperate. And, and that desperation uh, has come from the very things we've been talking about here in this this interview that desperation is that they uh will uh ultimately well they are being exposed there is no question about that they're being exposed but there are people who have done things if in fact trump regains office that will be in jail seriously because uh, I do believe we will uh, keep the, the House of Representatives and a good chance that we will take back the Senate. And if that happens mm-hmm. and with Trump at the helm of, uh, uh, of that, that congressional uh, leadership, mm-hmm. we are looking at people in the Democrat Party who know that they could be indicted themselves what goes around malcolm it sure enough comes well and, and that was and that was trump's point with true social what you just said uh he put it out there and of course they they didn't like it smith so they've come back and trying to get the judge and something more may become of that in our final moments here cl let's talk about the end game on uh, july 25th you had a tweet out there they are not really after him they are after you uh, and this is basically, uh, it comes to the point that Trump, I mean, he beat all odds back in 2016. Uh, since then, they've done everything they can to nail him to the cross uh, in every capacity they could. Nobody has been more attacked than this particular individual here. Uh, and it, well, besides, he they use him to get after the basket of deplorables, basically. Um, but as he has said many times, in the end, they're not after me. They're coming after you. Uh, that is something that uh, Trump has said. What is the end game here, do you think, CL? Bottom line uh, with America, the stakes right now being as high as they are. Because if the left takes 2024, uh, you, you know the game is pretty well in, in check mode at that point. Yes, they are after the American birthright. They want to rob the uh, children, our children and grandchildren. They want to rob them of their American birthright. And our generation, uh, Malcolm, uh, is uh, the the protectors, the defenders of that birthright. However, uh, the spirit of patriotism, is also being uh, taken away and robbed, uh, uh, turned into something that is callous and mean and ugly and nasty. And they're teaching children that America is not 
that shining city on a hill. And also the tragedy is this. Children don't know about their country. How can you love a country? How can you love anything or anyone without knowing anything about it? Well, no, they've knocked all the history down. They've, they've been killing that for years. I, w- I want to ask a sim- simple question right here. Think think about this, though. This is just important because it's a theme on the program here today. The 2024 election right in front of us, CL. Is it check or checkmate? I think it's uh, checkmate if Trump gets one more indictment as he says he only needs one more indictment Mm -hmm. uh to seal the deal for 2024 and if in fact they push this envelope too far malcolm we are standing at the brink of an american revolution well that's exactly the question i've been given to listeners in recent days uh weeks and months see what you say there this revolutionary moment uh, which is really what we're talking. We're not really talking about a civil war, but we are talking about a revolutionary war. It is about Americans uh, opposing this government takeover. Uh, Reverend C. L. Bryant, uh, you you always speak with such clarity and uh, conviction. Uh, it's always a joy to talk to you, C. L. It's been too long. And uh, Rev- the uh, C. L. Bryant show again is available. It's a show that uh, uh, C. L. puts out there. Uh, it's just one of the great voices today. C. L. Thank you for joining me here, brother. God bless you, brother. Talk to you soon. Okay, sounds great, uh, friends. Um, I'll tell you. There's the question I want you to ponder right now: the 2024 election, check or checkmate. We're going to take that forward now with Professor Pedro Blas Gonzalez. Stay right there. More viewpoint in just a moment. The America Out Loud talk radio app is on Android or Apple. It's the perfect way to listen in to the new generation of talk shows and hosts who are ready to inform and inspire. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Welcome back to Viewpoint this Sunday. Thank you for joining me on the mission, my fellow Americans. And uh, so the question I pose today, uh, coming into the 2024 election, you know, throughout our lifetime, we always hear people say, and this question or, or point of view always annoyed me to be straight with you here, when people say, oh my God, this is the most important election of our lifetime. And I would always roll my eyes when I heard that statement. I was like, oh, come on. Every election's important of our lifetime. I mean, come on, really, you know? Uh, the question I pose to you today uh, for the 2024 election is, is it check or checkmate? And think about that, friends. Think about that question. Is it check or checkmate? <laughs> we had a very interesting moment uh, of time historically for the United States of America, just three years away from a 
from our semi quincentennial, our 250 year landmark moment of this nation. Uh, well, we'll see if we're still standing and fighting at that point or what takes place. Let's bring on now Professor Pedro Blas Gonzalez is here to join me here. He's the professor of philosophy at Barry University, Miami Shores, Florida. Third indictment, Trump comes out and says uh, one more indictment and will ensure his election. Uh, one never to back down from the fight, which is really what irritates the Marxist left, clearly, that he doesn't acquiesce, which most re the Republican establishment always acquiesce to the Marxist left demands, which is, of course, one of the problems I have with this uh, uh, party. Uh, but uh, right now, uh, Trump is the only one that seems to be pushing back hard. Pretty serious. This is about the uh, January 6th, about the election fraud, uh, the uh, 2020, uh, as they're claiming and uh, accusing him of. When I pose that question, Professor, and I say, you know, this 2024 election, you know how annoying it is when people say, oh, my God, most important election. And things are getting a little hairy in the in the neighborhood here in America. Is it check or checkmate in 2024, sir? Yeah, I think uh, definitely the most important in the sense that you have to understand, or we have to understand that they, the 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 left has figured that they can do whatever they want because they have the press. They they have a press that is part of the team, and this is the most the most dangerous situation here because the press is not it's not just missing the point or not getting it or not well informed. They know exactly what's going on and they are part of the team. So Trump Trump is almost it's almost funny when he says that. You know, one more for one more, and I'm going to be, you know, anointed or something. And it's true. What, what? But in the sad sense, is that one more, and the people of this nation will completely have given up on all institutions. This is what's going on in the streets because you could see that. But the left continues to say we could give a damn about what you people think. P precisely, the whole mechanism is an anti-democratic, anti, you know, anti-voter. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. So the reason that they can get away with doing this, this, this Bolshevik, uh, let's destroy the opposition for Trump, is because there is no resistance whatsoever, and 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 the key to this is going to be when they, if they do get real Trump in in many ways, including, God forbid, even physically, uh, others will fall because this is the game, and that's when I think other people would realize, oh my God, it was not about Trump, it's not really about Trump, it's about getting rid of the. Opposition. It's a one party, a uniparty. I mean, you perfectly nail it all right there. That summation, Professor, is probably spot on. I think most listeners can understand the gravity of what you put out there. You wrote a piece back uh, about a year ago, actually, on the on America Out of the Platform, uh, which plays to the narrative of what you just said. I want to bring it to uh, our attention the leftist contempt for the basket of deplorables. Now, we all know uh, that Hillary made that famous, of course, the basket of deplorables, but it reminded us of the arrogance and the ignorance of the Marxist left. Uh, and um, and you say, you know, you also start this piece off, you say, remember the alleged romance that leftism had with the working man? Well, which is part of the narrative of what you've just explained. Uh, they're just a tool to get what they want from all of this. The only thing and that what Trump has put out, by the way, to this narrative at the point you bring up, Professor, is that he's in the way, that Trump is in the way. Why is Trump, I mean, kind of a lone voice? Why is he, I mean, this is remarkable what we're, I mean, I just think a moment here. 
if he wasn't here, and and I don't mean to make him the 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 the, the martyr or the king or the whatever. But you have to call it for what it is. If he wasn't here and he wasn't at this historical moment of time, what would it be like? I wonder what that scenario would be. And then the other thing is, why is this man so brazen in the face of all of these headwinds? Of It's all coming at him. It's been coming at him right along. I mean, nothing has really changed about Trump. If you just follow his historical road here to the White House uh, back in 2015 to 2016, you get a sense of what I'm speaking about. So a two-pronged question, why is he Why is he such a unique character for this time? And what if he wasn't here? What would happen? Yes, if he if he was not here, uh, this game would have been over a long time ago. Mm. It would have been long, wow. uh, long wow. gone. I mean, the the the, wow. the Republicans of old, uh, you know, the, the people that we used to vote for that were, you know, sort of conservative those those guys are those guys are that model is finished those those guys don't stand for for the people and so the left would have would have completely the game would have been over long before so without trump clearly this this would have been big time i think you've seen bob wire in cities and camps and stuff for the for the dissidents no doubt about it and i think you still will be seeing that uh but definitely trump has pushed back this thing now remember trump is a human being that has basically in the last X number of years, not made the money that he could easily have made uh, by getting into this this jungle. And, and if you go <laughs> back to Trump, if you go back to Trump in the eighties, he was he was a businessman. I remember in the eighties, nineties, I I never liked this individual. Uh, I never cared for him. He was you know ostentatious. I thought this and that, fine. But what happens is that in New York City, in that area, in that world. He sees the decrepit human beings that are the power structure. Mm. He sees and he understands the establishment. And this is what makes Trump decide that he is going to take up the fight. And this is the Trump that people have bought into because they they are represented by this guy. Why are there no more Trumps as far as we know? Because right. of absolute fear, because of censorship and fear. No doubt about it. Mm. Uh, and this is why. So without Trump, the, the game would have been over a long mm. time ago. And post-Trump, we, we we would take this recording and say, yep, you, I think you guys were right, because we're going to prove that Trump is not the end game. It's He, he is not the end game. He's just a, you know, a, 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 a peg in the, on the way, you know? And Trump the man, uh, as you say, uh, what he was saying in New York, yes, he, he, he spoke out about that on a lot of interviews over, over decades. Uh, spoke about China, spoke about Europe, spoke about our defense. Uh, spoke about the the illegal practices in government. You're, you're exactly right. He spoke about that as a private businessman, always kind of jostling and pushing off the fact that he ever run for president. Not really. I don't think it was ever a desire of his. his I never got that feeling from him. And he definitely was an egotistical, arrogant uh, individual. No doubt about that as well. And everybody knows that. Even those who love him and those who hate him know that. He's an individual. He's a character. He's a, uh, somebody very unique. Uh, for any time, and certainly this particular modern time that we're in, there are those who believe that, uh, or they, the left is pushing a narrative right now. Now, follow me on this, Professor. They're pushing the narrative that the media are saying if he gets in and he's the GOP candidate, that, you know, no way that we're going to win. And, and the right is saying that as well. There's a good part of the population now that has suggested that he's a cancer onto the system and that there's no way the Republican will win the general election. He may win the primary, but they're not going to win the general election. But then you see how aggressive they're playing. They, they're pulling out all the stops because they don't want to take any chances that he gets anywhere close to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. That is for certain right there. 
putting all that in context now and looking at the man, Professor, uh, of where we sit, there are those, and I had someone on my program the other day who pushed hard on me to think that DeSantis would be an equal to Trump. I pushed back and said I did not see that. I, I think DeSantis has done a fine job in the particular state of Florida. That's not my point or question. But I do not think he has the, uh, the fortitude uh, like a Trump has to fight the beast, the government beast and bureaucrats. What do you say to that when people try to come up with, you just had it, are there anybody else looking like a Trump? Yeah, there's several points uh, real quick. Uh, one, when we mentioned that he was arrogant and vain and so on, I mean, so he is for the people. At this point, he is for the people. He's a grassroots guy. The left is arrogant and vain and and, and, and criminal and, and and let's just say diabolical, and they're not for the people. So that shouldn't disqualify any any Trumps of the world. Uh, another thing- I like what you say there. Thank you for turning the table on that point. That was fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a pipe dream to believe that that Trump will not win the national election. It's a pipe dream. The people that believe that are, mm -hmm. are, are dreaming. Without a Trump representing the so-called Republicans, I'm, 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 we should just call them conservatives, there, there's no Republican that's going to win. There, there isn't, because their, their machinery is just going to unleash on the new person and in a way that they don't know how to fight, and that that's that's it's a pipe dream to believe that he will not win. Mm. If he were if he were not going to win, they would not declare war on him. In fact, if Trump tomorrow said, "Listen, I'm your boy. I'm gone. I'm finished. I'm going fishing. Uh, drop all the charges," they would just leave him alone, and that would be the end. Because the point is, this man has to be vilified, and he is the voice of opposition. And what this new globalist world wants is no opposition. Mm. So. DeSantis, next point, uh, might be his his time sometime in the future. The point, the problem with DeSantis is that if DeSantis <clears throat> united with Trump, it, it would be formidable. But he can't, or he hasn't, or he won't, because the people behind DeSantis are precisely the anti-Trumpers, and this is the reason that his 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 game is getting hurt by associating with these. Mitch McConnell's and these people who are not even conservatives at all. I mean, they're they're a laugh. All right. So so DeSantis, it's definitely a wonderful politician and, and, and he's got the he's got the cojones to fight these people. But but not this is not the, the moment right now. You you need a Trump to get in, clean up the hopefully the the criminal Department of Justice. And then the DeSantis of the future can maybe do more work that's for the people. Right now, this is not for the people what's going on. Yeah, you know, that point to your point there, uh, it's exactly, uh, I will confess to uh, listeners that a uh, point that my wife and I discussed um, uh, very much about DeSantis and that it was not his time. This is before he entered the race. We were hoping he would have stayed out, um, not to tarnish his name, to keep it crystal clear. And But his connection, though, to globalists and his connection to the establishment is very, very uh, concerning. And you bring it up very well right there. So that is a bit of a game changer for those who are really paying attention. But to your earlier point, Professor, a lot of people are not really paying attention. And the media is lock in step to this leftist, Marxist, progressive, globalist, totalitarian takeover of our nation. Does anybody not see that today? Does not all the evidence equate to that conclusion, Professor? Yes, well, you you got to remember when you do these surveys and you talk to people, uh, either either informally or formally, 
the the vast majority of the nation is still stuck in the model of the big three networks, the six o'clock business of showing you the little news that they show you, which is <laughs> a joke. You have the, the three and then you have obviously CNN and you have MSNBC and you have the two in Spanish, which are also a joke. Univision and Telemundo. And these are these are the these are the people that are giving you the news when in fact these are the people that are on the they, 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 you could see them as a kind of avant-garde pravda. What they are is we want to be part of a government machinery and we have a moment in time. I'm talking about this press here, that we can lead the charge and working for the government and having the one world government that we want, and we are in position to do that. That's what you call press today. So unless you get rid of this free press, there there is no progress here. Remember. It, these these Hunter Biden news and the the father's news and so on. This this would have gotten this investigations honest objective journalists a long time would have gotten these people all kind of Pulitzer prizes and, and and awards and stuff for being objective. Nobody wants that. They just want the state power. They want want to be part of the state power. Oh, I'm dying over here listening to you. Just tired. Listeners got to be doing the same thing. You wrote another wonderful piece back in December, which I so enjoyed the read of. It was called My America, A Portrait of Exile. And it was in reference to your family and um, and the fact, and I love this, your family arriving in Miami, Florida, 8.45 a.m. on December 4th, 1970, leaving the police state of uh, Vidal Castro. Uh, and what he had done down there. And your father was a political prisoner for over four years. And uh, uh, was uh, he was uh, in labor camps, and your father was claimed by an aunt and uncle who lived in the U.S., because that's the only way you could really get here. And your father's crime was that uh, he was a practicing Catholic, and he and your mom refused to raise children in a communist country. What a great story, which brings to you understand uh, professor, this uh, uh, American dream. It's one of the things I just uh, really love about you. You so have a essence of what this nation is about and what we stand for and American exceptionalism. I think it's an important point to bring up, especially at this moment of a takeover that's happening to our country. Uh, speak about that a moment. Well, let me let me put it in a in a, in a personal vein. I, I never get personal uh, in, in most of my writings and definitely, you know, conversations uh, it's not. There's not the point. The point is the ideas. But let me give you an example. I have a manuscript that I've been trying to publish for about 14 years or so, and it's called uh, uh, My America Portrait. And it's basically a, a a manuscript, a whole manuscript, 250 pages about becoming a you know part of the American experience. And I sent it to places like University of Texas, uh, New New Mexico, uh, Arizona, where, which supposedly they they have this thing with the so-called Hispanics that they publish the great success stories. They won't touch it. They won't even answer me because I am not a success story to to their cause. I'm just one of those so-called white privilege, as they call it. So I can't get it published. Final point, as far as an end game here, and uh, with this 2024 check or checkmate, we're, we're at a breaking point in our nation. It is a revolutionary moment, is it not? Yeah, it is definitely a, a revolutionary moment. I, I actually think it's more broken than anybody really thinks is broken. I mean, and this is the reason that the government agencies, everybody from librarians to 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 do the news to the press does what they do what they do because they know that there is no resistance right now it's going to take educating human beings to drop the damn press and stop reading the new york times and the washington post and watching that silly 
dumbass news that they watch and at six o'clock and eleven o'clock at night, which is completely disinformation. They have to give up that. Then you have to create a generation of men and women that have the money to fight the left, the Zuckerberg and stuff. Because to do that means that these people, the ones that would fight them, are not globalists because the Zuckerbergs and others are part of the the entourage of the globalists. They 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 understand that they will run the world, and it's it's a very exciting for them to be the millionaires that are being the party of Davos. So if you have a group of people that have the money and put it where their mouth is, this might make a dent. But right now you don't have that. I mean, you have the Koch brothers and you have people like that. These people have have no concept of, of what's going on with the with the with the with the police state that we have currently right now in this country. Thank you always for joining me, sir. Well, thank you. Thank you for being uh, for being the voice of uh, you know, the little people. Let's put it like that. That's exactly it. Yes, for the rest of us or those deplorables, we affectionately uh, tag on here. Uh, friends, that's Professor Pedro Blas Gonzalez. Uh, what a program. And, uh, of course, Reverend C.L. Bryant up front. Up next here, we're going to take on these. Uh, you, I don't know if you know this story or how much you know about it, but these uh, this biolab uh, in California, it's, it's an illegal Chinese biolab, and it's worse than you think they're saying. They believe it's a full-blown CCP operation. More viewpoint in just a moment. With the rise of independent media, we are now AmericaOutloud.news. For the genius of the United States is not found in its executives or legislatures, nor its ambassadors, authors, colleges, or churches, nor even in its newspapers or inventors. The genius of the United States is we the people. AmericaOutloud.news, liberty and justice for all. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD loud. Welcome back to Viewpoint this Sunday and uh, my fellow Americans and all of our friends around the globe. Remember now it is AmericaOutloud.news. Remember to tell everybody you know, including the people that uh, you don't even have the same opinion with, even more so those folks. Uh, let them know that uh, there is a, a group out there, some amazing people that are talking the out loud truth. And it is all the rise of independent media uh, at AmericaOutloud.news. And, and that's what's going to need to take this back, friends, because the the legacy media and the social media oligarchs, uh, the, the mainstream people and all of this is corrupt. That is a sin against our nation. What has taken place here? There is no more fourth estate. Uh, it's more the, the fifth estate uh, uh, is what's happening here in our nation. So we need to push back against that. And I want to ask your help to do that, please, and share the truth uh, on the network. 
don't know if you've been following this, but this story is blowing up a bit here. And this is the California Biolab. It appears to be a CCP operation. And, you know, this is the kind of thing we were talking about last year and the year before with COVID stuff that with all our hands and all these labs around the world that, you know, the SARS-CoV-2 will not be a one-off thing. Uh, there'll be more potential problems uh, the more we do of this thing. And uh, and we're doing a lot of it. Our NIH and our uh, government uh, is doing that here. Going to bring on the broadcast here too, friends of the network here. Dr. Stephen LaTulip is here. He's a physician, board certified family medicine, United States Air Force officer. He's an ordained minister and author of the book, Unity Without Compromise. That's in the America Out Loud bookstore. And of course, the show at 5 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, Sunday is Unity Without Compromise. And also joining me is Dr. Lee Mengyang is here. She's an independent virologist. She was the whistleblower calling out the CCP for what they did in the Wuhan lab, in fact. Okay, the Washington Examiner had a headline that said the illegal Chinese biolab in California is worse than you think. Dr. Steve Latulip, let me start with you, please, and get us going here. This is in a town, Reedley, California. Reedley, California, this biolab thing. And um, so what happened here? There's, I'm reading all kinds of things about this, but let's get to the crux of what the problem is and how it developed and why it's worse than we think. So the examiner says, what do you think? Well, Malcolm, you know, this is another example of a clandestine operation that is illegal. Remember that gain-of-function research is illegal in America. And so laws have been broken, uh, but we have no laws, especially in a state like California. California is fully blown CCP in every way. Gavin Newsom supports it. And so the only way we found out about this is uh, by some person actually doing his job, going around trying to, uh, you know, key enforce the code of the local area. And he sees his hose sticking out and he says, hey, that's not supposed to be there. So he does his job, discovers, hey, something really bad is going on here. And had this code enforcer not have noticed that silly hose, who knows what they would have done um, and what would have resulted from it. But the real scary thing, Malcolm, is that um, this is going on in other states, surely. Yeah, I mean, it's going on in America right now. Um, and we know that for a fact because we've seen other examples of it. They're not going to tell us the truth. That's a fact. Uh, you know, the whole story with the hose is fascinating. You're right. And doing his job and finding it and discovering it. And then they find all these diseases. But what is the connection to the CCP? Well, the company uh, is is run by the president, Zhuquin uh, Yao, who has been traced back to bogus addresses across the United States and, uh, and to other Chinese locations uh, that are not identified. And what we're seeing is that uh, it was run by an unlicensed uh, lab called Prestige Biotech. And we know that it harbored over 20 infectious agents um, and they're trying to cover it up. And that's, the, that's, that's just confirming to me that this is bad news. They, they were doing some really bad stuff there. And, um, you know, we can't possibly trust them when they say, oh, yeah, we discovered it. We're cleaning it up. It's, it's all safe and effective. You know, the cleanup was effective. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and then the excuse they gave. Oh, yeah. All they were doing is uh, testing more 
uh, of the test for COVID, you know, and yet they had all these pathogens. This is pure nonsense. Yeah. Well, those words will haunt us uh, for the rest of our lives, safe and effective, to be sure. We know exa- all what that means, uh, wink, wink, with a nod and a wink, right? All right. Exactly. Yeah, I know. So, Dr. Li Mingying, this, uh, you call this the biohouse of horror. In fact, it is also on your show uh, this weekend, The Voice of Dr. Yen. And I, I want to tell folks now that show you can hear on the America Out Loud Talk Radio network actually and uh, it is at uh, 4 p.m just actually before unity without compromise how do you like that we got the two hosts right here of that program so all right why do you call it the biohouse of horror and how dangerous are these agents uh, these experiments whatever you want to call them that they're that they're playing with here hi malcolm actually the Biohouse of Horror is not my original word. It comes from interview from the local officers who handled this bio weapon. Uh, that, that's what they called it, in other words? That's what they did? Yes. They told it in public, in American mainstream media. They are the local public health officers, government officers. They have been there, they checked it, and they called it as uh, biohouse. Wow. So, so it was that bad that they labeled it. And thank you for saying that and clarifying that. So it was that bad that the authorities labeled this, the listen to this people, the biohouse of horror. Wow. And also, what I want to tell is this is more than, I mean, horror. This is basically a nightmare become true. <laughs> it's not overstated because let me tell you, I'm the virologist working in the uh, WHO reference lab at the University of Hong Kong for five years. I use infectious pathogens. I use mouse. And I know how this kind of lab should be. Definitely it's not like this illegal lab. And also there are the more I investigate. Yes, I check the court file. I do my own research. We have our sources, exclusive source in China because guess what? This lab, when we identify their real owners, those owners based in China and Qingdao, which is by accident, my hometown. So I know more than wow. others in this case, on this information, we have identified them. These owners have strong connections with Chinese means, uh, pub, uh, public security, means Chinese police. Mm-hmm. And also the United Front, which are the uh, CCP agents in U.S. Uh, I mean, police and the United Front are also the groups involved into the overseas police stations. These the police stations weapons. that we've been talking about. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this. There, there are supposedly there are 20 uh, potential uh, infectious agents uh, that. Uh, so uh, let me just ask you straight out from your experience, Dr. Li Yang, this these these 20 potentially infectious agents, if any of these got out in the same way that SARS-CoV-2 did, serious question, what are we looking at? What what are, what are we looking That's, at exactly? We don't know how, I mean, how many volume these pathogens they have. We just know these are the type, at least 20, you know? So we even don't know the dose. And the, there are definitely very, very concerning facts. And let me tell you, based on the court file, there are bacteria which can cause tuberculosis, mening, uh, meningitis, which means the brain uh, inflammation and can cause 
at least 10 percent of deaths, pneumonia, and there are virus to cause COVID-19, hepatitis B and C, dengue, HIV, HPV, RSV, rubella. There is also malaria and guess what? Because in the picture of the caught file, they have these people, they have shown there is a box of malaria human sample. And this sample is labeled in Chinese. And what does it say? So what does it say? It says that in Chinese, the malaria samples are the positive serum from India and the date is October 11, 2006. Hmm. Also, it's labeled as PF positive and PAN positive. What does it mean? PF positive means it's positive malaria serum from the most life-threatening malaria type, PF. And this kind of type of malaria has caused 61 million cases in Nigeria in the past 20 years. Right. And also, pan positive means it's also positive for all the other type, four, total four type of malaria. What we, we don't know what, how they get this serum, what will they do, and just according to my knowledge, uh, the pathogens listed in the court file can cause many potential, many yeah, outbreaks, yeah. In the, uh, even pandemic. What's concerning to me, should be concerning to all Americans, is these labs now, you know, as you say, it's illegal, supposed to be illegal here. We know they're all over the world. There's a barrel load of them in Ukraine, which the Russians are trying to uh, engage with. Uh, but that's been a real sticking point out there. And they're actually all over. They're all over Africa. They're all over the world. We're not supposed to have them here on our own, but we're okay to, you, you think about the how moronic this is, but it's okay for them to invest and heavily do them in other countries, which none of it's right, but they do that, gain a function in other areas. It's It's wrong on every level. So how do we stop this? How do we stop this? because the government is clearly out of control. They're the ones who are causing these problems. Well, it's going to be a tough challenge, Malcolm, because, you know, in truth, um, I, I was formerly in a PhD in microbiology, so I dealt with a lot of bacteria um, and as well as protozoan uh, pathogens uh, like the plasmodium uh, species that cause malaria. And what I see happening here is that, you know, that a lot of universities that do uh, regular research, non-gain of function research, they're okay with having those pathogens. We had them, we had uh, lab rats and so forth. But when this gets converted to a weapon, uh, then we've got a real serious problem because containment will always be an issue. And you know that when you've got a lab that is working specifically to produce these viral uh, weapons, uh, bacterial, uh, protozoan weapons, the ones that are little animals, they, they are, it's almost like they're planning to hit us um, with a full spectrum of pathogens to do the greatest amount of damage. And we need to figure out which way they are going to use it. How do we discover it? Well, it's going to be very difficult because the blue states the governors of those states hide it. They will not tell you. I mean, where are all these people who worked in that lab? Who were they? We don't know their names. We don't, we'll never hear where they relocated to, but you can bet that they're somewhere else doing their business. There's too many places to hide these labs. The CCP connection now, do we, you, you're, with your research and you're digging into this and your evidence, 
I, I assume you have evidence and you absolutely are 100% clear. You believe the CCP themselves are involved in this particular lab, or is this just a conjecture and uh, and uh, opinion that somebody thinks they may be, or do you have ex direct evidence to that point, please? We have evidence that first, the real owner of the of the PBL uh, PBI, the Prestige Biotech uh, INC, uh, based in China, actually is the same boss of the previous uh, biolab, which they, I mean, so there are two biolabs in the cross file. One is PBL, which is the well now keeps the things the virus pathogens mouse in the warehouse, and the PBL told the court. They don't know what's inside. They don't know it's dangerous. They just get the mouse and the packaging from the previous company. Uh, it's called UMI. It's a Universal Medtech INC. And the PBI said they are the creditor of UMI, so they don't know the dangerous things are there. However, they are right because we have strong evidence show the same owner owe UMI and the PBI. Okay, and you and I have very strong connection with CCP, even the general consulate in California. Okay, all right. Well, there it is right there. And uh, so I thank you for answering that question. I, I felt you would know and uh, speak honestly about it. And, um, and that's the key, friends. Uh, listen, there is an article, an op-ed up on americaoutloud.news and uh, from uh, Dr. Steve LaTulip, uh, which is, explains a whole lot and it's very good. Uh, Newsom's uh, California Biolab is a full-blown CCP operation. Again, he addresses and answers the same question and quandary I just put out there. So please give that a read and share that out there. It is important to wake up uh, not only uh, our fellow Americans, but our uh, government officials who represent us, that we need laws in place that stop this sort of activity and our involvement in these labs to the degree that that has happened around the world and gain of function. Uh, you know, they always say it's like a, it's supposed to be for the good of people. But as we've seen with SARS-CoV-2 and other things, it never ends up that way, people. So it's a very controversial field, to be sure. But these pathogens and, and uh, agents could do massive harm, as you all seen with SARS-CoV-2. That's only the tip of the iceberg, friends. There's a lot more where that comes from. Let's hope we never experience that day again, because it'll create hell on earth here, is what it will do, in ways that could even dwarf what happened on SARS-CoV-2. And remember that moment when we were all locked down there. Also, remember to visit uh, americaroutloud.shop is uh, the place where we've got all those terrific products for a healthy life that we talk about with all of our programming and all the things of the network. There's one in particular I want to tell you about. It's called Take Control of Your Health and Healing. And this it looks tremendous. This is with Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Ed Group, uh, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Jenna Schmidt. Uh, and this is uh, something you'll definitely want to check out. Uh, and uh, you get a code here you can use out loud, but it's uh, you join us uh, live. Oh, September 8th and 9th. There it is right there. There's a lot of uh, people looking, searching for answers because of the vaccine injury, because of long COVID uh, and lifestyle. And that's a big, big thing on our platform now. Uh, check that out as well. That particular uh, event is coming up here next month. Uh, friends, thank you for joining me on the mission here. Always a privilege to be with you. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.